Welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I am Jeff Baumgartner, Senior Editor at Light Reading. And I'm Mark Trudeau, CEO of OpenBolt. Mark, hey, it's good to be with you. We're here in uh, lovely Denver, Colorado, before the uh, Cable Tech Expo uh, gets underway. So uh, glad we could meet. Um, so we're we're going to start a little bit, I think, with the news that you guys announced, right? Um, integrating your profile management application with Harmonix. I guess we're calling it COS now. It's kind of been rebranded from, uh, we used to know it as Cable OS. So, um, you know, high level, I think we talked about PMA, making the network a little more efficient, but maybe just give us an explanation on what PMA is and, and why this kind of integration is important. Sure, yeah. So our profile management application is, it, it really helps operators in, in two primary areas. One, expanding available capacity on their 3.1 network, and, and by default, uh, really helping even on the 3.0 SCQAM side of the network because of the resiliency component that PMA provides. And that is by optimizing the modulation profiles, it allows 3.1 modems to stay bonded to the 3.1 part of the network therefore keeping them off the SQAM side and by default, you know, really providing excess capacity on, on that front as well. Right. And does it have anything to do with, is there an application for this technology on the 4.0 side? I mean, that's, we're here at the show and we're going to be hearing a lot about 4.0, I think. Uh, I believe PMA is even more valuable in a 4.0 environment. You know, as noise is introduced into the plant, uh, this is a great way to work around those types of impairments and, and provide the best possible quality of service. So in a 4.0 environment, it'll be even more critical for operators to adopt a, a PMA solution. Okay. And since the integration is happening right now, or you announced it, we know that Harmonic is working with a number of cable operators on COS deployments. Uh, but for this, uh, do you already have trials or commitments for deployments? What's kind of the status on that part of it? So I know Harmonic has already uh, uh, entered into a couple of trials for this solution, so we're excited about that. And we, as a standalone vendor, have uh, about 10 active trials going on right now uh, globally. Uh, from North America to Latin America to, to Europe. So w with about 20 other operators that have expressed serious interest in entering trials. So uh, we've never had a product that we were more excited about, honestly. Okay. And there's like another piece to this, right? Uh, I'm getting all my initials, initialisms mixed up, right? We're talking about uh, PMA here. What, what's the other one <laughs> that is linked to or, or can work in tandem with? Yeah, it, it really works well in tandem with proactive network maintenance, PNM. And uh, as you're aware, Jeff, you know, we recently completed an acquisition of, of NimbleThis, who we believe had the best PNM solution in the market. And, uh, and now we're working very hard to really bring both of those solutions to our customers. So on the one hand, PNM will help identify impairments, specify where they are in the, in the plant, really providing uh, operators and field techs with um, the ability to, to get right to the problem and prioritize what those problems are, where PMA, until that impairment is fixed, will help work around that impairment to provide the best quality service available. Okay. And let's turn towards some other things we know Open Vault for, uh, including the, the quarterly uh, broadband insights report, mm -hmm. which helps us all kind of keep tabs on data consumption uh, trends. And uh, here at the show, like I said earlier, there's going to be this big focus on DOCSIS 4.0 technology and symmetrical multi-gigabit uh, speeds, but 
you know, uh, you just maybe talk a little bit about some of the growth trends you're seeing with consumers. Uh, I think in the past we've talked about, I don't know if they were called super users, but kind of terabyte or two terabytes per month. And that group has been growing um, at a, I guess, a semi steady pace. But now you're starting to track another group, right? That uh, extreme power users. So five terabytes or more. So uh, what do you talk a little bit about that trend and kind of what you, what you're seeing? Yeah. So to back it up, when we started the company 13 years ago, you know, we looked at 250 gigabytes as a, as a power user. We've had to change that definition over time to where we started tracking one terabyte to your point, two terabytes. And now we're, we've, we're shining a spotlight on those extreme power users, the five terabyte plus power users. And we're doing that because of the impact that they have on network health. And we see in our, in our, uh, with our products that when we see congestion on the network, it's oftentimes caused by one subscriber that's, that's really hurting the service of everybody else on a, on a shared network. Uh, we see in, in some cases one subscriber could be chewing up 80% of available bandwidth. So we really wanted to do a deep dive into the extreme power user to see what those characteristics were. Were they using the service uh, in the same way uh, in terms of what time of day are they using it? Etc. So we've uh, we've done a deep dive in this particular uh, OVBI report that's coming out. Okay, and and to your point though, this is a very very small but very impactful part of the subscriber base, right? It's a very small group of subscribers, but growing very rapidly. I think forty percent more this year than last year at this time. Uh, we also see that uh, uh, they don't uh, on a percentage basis they don't use as much of their total usage during peak as other cohorts do, other subscribers, average subscribers. However, even though they, the, the curve doesn't look the same, they're still using six to seven times, consuming six to seven times more data than the average customer during those peak hours. So when there's congestion, it's likely being caused by one of these extreme power users. Yeah, and have you been able to kind of pinpoint what they're doing, <laughs> right? Um, are they commercial? I mean, should they be on a commercial account uh, or, you know, doing something else with the capacity that, that is making this number go so high? It's a great question. And uh, yes, we've started to look at the application usage and we certainly see a ton of streaming uh, content that, that's being consumed. Uh, gamer, gaming is huge as well for the, those extreme power users. They're, they're very, very heavy gamers. Uh, one thing I will say is that there's always been a, a strong correlation between speed and usage, and we definitely see a higher percentage of these five-plus terabyte customers that are on gig speeds. However, our data also shows that about 7% of these customers that are using more than five terabytes have 100 megabits or less service. So those are huge so upgrade like operators. on the whole time. Uh, yeah. Oh, on the whole saying. time. But yeah. but if, if I'm an operator, I want to be able to pinpoint who they are, reach out to them, and try to get them to move either to a commercial plan or at least upgrade to a gig speed so the operator can get more revenue out of a subscriber that's causing all these issues on their network. Yeah. Right. So I think that's like one clear implication for a cable operator. What others... What other kind of implications do you think the uh, the cable operator would need to think about, the broadband operator, for these uh, kind of users, right? You mentioned, hey, maybe upgrade them to another plan, but, you know, some of these operators have unlimited data or they have usage-based 
policies. So I was kind of curious what your thoughts are in terms of what they need to be thinking about with with that part of it. So uh, another good question because a lot of uh, a lot of operators during COVID they relaxed their usage based billing and usage quotas plans. Um, many have never reinstated them. So a lot of operators these days are are, are really they have all you can eat type of plans. The thing that we always observed when we looked at those operators that did have usage quotas in place is it helped to curtail usage at the high end, the, those real power users. So what I would recommend and what I'm kind of out there talking to some operators about is even if you don't have usage-based billing in place across each of your speed tiers, you should have a volume-based uh, acceptable use policy where when a subscriber reaches five terabytes or whatever the number is, then you bill for those customers, regardless of the speed tier they're on. And I think that would go a long ways towards helping to curtail usage and keep those power users from negatively impacting your network. Okay. Excellent. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave it for here, here at uh, Denver at Cable Tech Expo. But, uh, Mark, thanks a lot for your time. It's good to catch up with you again. Thank you, Jeff. Always great to talk to you. All right. Take care.